Welcome to Absolute Fire. I'm your host, Money Michelle, diving into all things fire, the one inside you, and the flames we use to create some killer food. Everyone has a story to share. This show is to inspire you to keep that flame blazing or to just help set off a much-needed spark. Either way, I know you'll find it here. Hey guys, so today I am riding solo. I want to be able to share my stories and my journey as well as, you know, all the awesome guests that I've been having on. And I feel like the amount of feedback that I've gotten off just my two episodes has been amazing. I love that you guys are actually taking something away from the show when you listen to it, because that was what my main goal was. Why? Because recently I was able to kind of, I guess, push outside my comfort zone. And I've learned so many things about myself. And I feel like sometimes hearing other people's journey, the good, the bad, and the funny, is super helpful to boost you in some type of way or fuel you up in some type of way. And I love that. So today's episode, I wanted to touch base on the variables in life. What I mean by that is sometimes things are amazing. You are cruising along, have all your ducks in a row, and you are doing awesome. And then something happens, whether it's monumentally big or super small, and it can affect you in some type of way. Uh, So that's basically a variable that can hit you in life. So growing up for me, my dad was sick. Um, He got sick when I was in first grade. He was diagnosed with cancer. So as a first grader, that's not something that you understand how to absorb or process, Um, but I really had no choice. So what happened was from first grade to to when I was 27 years old, my dad battled cancer. And majority of the time, all he could do was have surgeries. So he's had a lot of surgeries. We were in Sloan Kettering in Manhattan a lot. Um, And you know what? I had my sister. She was like my co-pilot. And we, you know, used to just make it work. I used to see things through my eyes that maybe some other people have never seen. And I definitely think that changes you um, in some type of way. So we would go to get on the elevator and there would be little kids that were bold, you know, going to the children's floor. Those things I didn't really understand how to feel at the time, obviously being so little. But as I grew up and we're still in the hospital, um, I understood it better. So when we would go to the rec room to try to do some arts and crafts to pass some time because we spent, you know, all day there, um, we would see families that were in there spending time with their loved ones that were, you know, stuck in the hospital. And uh, it was difficult. You know, I still have the ceramic trivets that we made so many years ago. My mom has them. And uh, my sister and I, I feel like, view life a little bit differently than maybe the average person or people that didn't see things the way we did growing up. So I feel like it's important for me to share my story so maybe it can help give some insight on who I am and why I am that person. So I was raised as a worrier, not by chance. Like my mom, she didn't, not by choice. My mom did not want me to be a worrier, obviously, but I didn't really understand like what else to do besides worry and pray. So that's what I did a lot of worrying and praying because uh, I didn't want my dad sick, right? Um, so fast forward to 27, uh, he ended up getting brain cancer in the end. And uh, I never wanted that for him. And he never wanted that for himself. So for the first time ever, I turned my prayers around and I prayed for him to be at peace because I didn't want him suffering the way that he was. And uh, he passed away. And 
then I didn't really know what to do with all that worrying anymore. It was weird, very weird. Um, and then I became a mom at 30. So three years later, I became a mom and I knew what to worry about then, right? So uh, when you're a mom, you know, worrying is like number one. I mean, well, for me, it was. So basically, that was some backstory on my recent variables that hit me. So life's been good. Everything's been amazing. Enjoying the summer. And uh, I was definitely one of those people that were super psychotic when COVID hit. I'm not shy about it. I was like, Lord, what is this? I was sanitizing my groceries. Yes, I was. And I had a really good friend, uh, food shop for me at Trader Joe's. You know who you are. And I appreciated it more than anything. I didn't want to haul my kids out to Trader Joe's. I was like, damn, they touch everything. That's a lot of, that's going to be a lot of germs. So I didn't take my kids in for their well visit at the doctor. I'm sorry. I just was like, they are not going to the doctor unless they need to go to the doctor because we're not getting anything. I mean, truth is anytime we go to the doctor for my kids, we leave with something. I'm going to just give you a, for instance, right now I'm battling a crazy cold because they both got it before me and we went to the doctor. So I was right. I also want to say, if you do hear something that sounds like thunder, it is not the weather. It just happened now. It is my stomach. So, yeah, it's hungry. So basically, I was like, okay, they have not had a well visit. And now my daughter's in sixth grade. She needs a vaccine. I was like, all right, I'm going to schedule an appointment. We're going to go in. We're going to get the vaccine. Boom, done. So the doctor said, her throat looks a little red, so we're not going to give her the vaccine. She had just gotten over being sick. I said, no problem. I said, you know, I guess I have to get it within the next few days or else she's going to get thrown out of school because New York State law. She's like, I'll finish the physical. Okay, great. She's like, she has scoliosis. I'm like, what? It's my fault. It's because I didn't take her to the doctor. The mom guilt was crazy. It's like crippling. I'm like, it's it's totally my fault. She's like, it is not your fault. This happens. She's going through a growing phase. You know, this is the age. Um, I'm going to send you to, you know, orthopedics, you know, specialist. And like, it threw me off my horse, right? Everything was going good. I had, you know, everything was in order. I was happy. And I feel like it's easy for you to function and get shit done when you're happy and everything's going well for you. And then the moment you get hit with something like that type of variable, whether it's about you or your family or your children, it's easy to be like, I'm in a funk. I can't think straight. I'm overwhelmed. What's going to happen? Uh, and I think that that's the moment when I realized no, I've built armor over the years that helped me respond better to things like this that happen. So when the variables hit, I have some armor on my body to where I understand what I need to do to not get in a funk and not let it take over because it's super easy, right? For you to be like, damn, I'm sad or scared. But so I ended up taking her to the specialist after I worried for a week and he was like, super straight to the point and usually I like warm and cozy and fuzzy doctors that make me feel better like immediately he was not that person he was just this like really tall big guy and he's like this is what it is and that's what it is and that's what it's going to be and I'm like okay okay sure so he's like I'm going to measure her back if it's a seven or up on the curve, she gets x-rays and we go from there. If it's below a seven, we don't x-ray her and we watch her. So there I am praying like below a seven, below a seven. And she was actually a five. So 
he was like, we're just going to watch her. And she comes back in six weeks, six months. I'm sorry. And so that's when I realized again, it hit me so hard. I just lost a week of worrying and thinking bad and being overwhelmed and not being able to function at my best because I was thinking, you know, negatively and not really thinking about how the way that I choose to react to things is how I'm going to feel. Same thing when I go to get on a plane. I usually like want to shit my pants, like just being honest. Um, my heart's racing. I feel like I'm going to die. And usually I'm fine. And so I've learned to talk to myself better because the, the way that we talk to ourselves matters, just so you know. And so I'm like, no, you're just excited. You're not scared. You're excited to get on that plane. And it's true. The way that we speak to ourselves is going to be able to help us get through and navigate the variables in life. So I'm not going to say that when I get on the plane, I'm not tapping on people's shoulders during, you know, turbulence saying, what do you think about this? Do you think this is okay? Because, yeah, I still do that. But when I go to get on the plane, like I flew by myself for the first time in 20 years in February. And I pushed myself and I talked to myself at that airport and I'm like, you got this. Like you are, you are, you are freaking strong. Nothing's going to happen. You got this. Instead of being like, you're going to die. Like, this is not okay. Like, this is so scary. And I did great. Going there and coming back, I did great. Yes, during turbulence, I was talking to strangers, but it got me through it. And then again, I had the chance to go to Traeger headquarters in Utah the following month, I'm like, do you really want to do that again? Do you really want to fly solo? And uh, I did. And I felt so much better for it. You know, sometimes pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is so freaking hard, but it's so necessary to grow. And I feel like never in my life did I think that at my early 40s, what I understand so much better, <laughs> I mean, it does make sense, but I'm so much stronger than I've ever been. And I feel like it's the years, obviously, of experience and torment on myself, um, putting myself, you know, in fearful situations and not being able to handle them. Losing out on like these awesome moments in life, you know, like the beginning of the school year, I'm freaking out about scoliosis, but like it's an ignorant thing, you know, I didn't understand, you know, about scoliosis. And uh, I think it has to do with, you know, as a child, you know, learning to worry because my dad was so sick. My mom was claustrophobic, like she would never get in an elevator. So, you know, I was like, all right, maybe I should be scared of an elevator, but I wasn't. Do I love an elevator? No, I do not want to be stuck in an elevator. No, I do not. But I don't feel like, you know, the things that happen to us as we are children mold us, whether you believe it or not. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm, I'm just saying from experience, whether alcoholism was in your family or, you know, you were spoiled to crap. You know, I feel like those things stay with us as we grow. And you either learn from them or learn with them and say, hey, this isn't the way I want to live. I don't want to worry anymore. I want to do better. And so I wanted to share that with you guys. So I feel like we can choose to worry or we could choose to find the sunshine. I feel like that is the biggest thing that I've realized. No matter the variable that you get hit with in life, 
no matter how big or how small. Because I feel like if I want to give it a, for instance, for a big variable, that would be like when my dad got diagnosed with cancer. That's a big mountain. That's what I would call a mountain to climb. And, and sometimes you get hit with a bump in the road or like a huge mountain. And mountains are not fun. They're not easy. And you need to definitely dig deep for those mountains. Um, and be super thankful when you have no turbulence in your life and no variables. But no matter what, no matter what, no matter how big the mountain or how smooth the flight is, there's always something to be grateful for. Whether it's just your health, right? You're able to go to the store. You're able to smile with your family. Kiss your kids goodnight. You're here and you're healthy. To me, that keeps me grounded. That keeps me, um, that's my sunshine. So no matter what, as long as I have my health, I feel like I have it all. And so when you get hit with a variable and it's throwing you off the saddle or making you feel like you're overwhelmed or can I do this? How do I get back on track? Try to find the sunshine. Even if you find one thing that you're grateful for or two or three, those are what's going to keep you grounded, get you back on the saddle and help you feel better and help you feel like no matter what is in front of you, you're able to overcome it. When we consistently focus on the negative and the things that are hitting us hard, even if it's just mom guilt or your daughter might have scoliosis, um, we're not functioning at our best. We're not able to navigate ourselves and our lives properly. And we're missing out. We're missing out on life, right? Even if it was just a week, I missed out on that week. I was like overwhelmed as hell. I was like, this sucks. And then once we left that doctor's office, I was like, let's go get a Wendy's Frosty. For real, she was excited. And uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the takeaway. I'm not going to talk much longer because at any moment, I'm going to be sneezing since I am battling this cold. And I'm really surprised that I haven't sniffled yet because no one wants to hear that in a podcast. I love that you guys were with me for this. I hope that you got something good out of it because it felt good sharing that bit of myself. I'm proud to say that I worry a lot less, even though I did worry for that week about my daughter. I worry a lot less because I feel like I have a lot stronger armor now to navigate the variables in life and... uh Navigate how I react to things. How you react is on you. And how you react and speak to yourself is going to be the outcome in how you feel. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and are leaving with a full tank of fuel. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you loved Absolute Fire. I appreciate it. If you want to leave a review, that would be awesome as well. Sending love if you want to find me on Instagram, Absolute Fire Podcast. See you next week. 